welcome back to the second season of the Spotlight Podcast with me, Lewis May. In the second season of the show, I'll be chatting to eight brand new bands and artists. We'll chat about their influences, their origins, and we'll have a listen to some of their music. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify and all good podcast providers. And if you can, you can leave a review down at the bottom. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the new season, and on to the first episode. So, welcome back to the Spotlight Podcast. I'm joined by Harry, uh, Harris and Murray um, from Midnight Fuckboys. First of all, smashing, <laughs> smashing, smashing band name. Absolutely love it. Um, so, we've got Harry on vocals and guitar, Murray on vocals and keys, and Harris is our drummer. Uh, apologies to uh, Charlie and Connor who can't make it. Uh, maybe they'll jump in at some point in this call. No chance. Well, <laughs> First of all, thanks for coming on, guys. Pleasure having you over here in the UK. We might not know much about you guys. Where did it all start for you guys? How did you all meet? How did you all come together? Well, thanks very much for having us, pal. Um, if they don't know about us over there, that's your job. Start spreading the word. But anyway. I will. I will. We, uh, we, we met in high school, man. We all, for the most part anyway, we all went to the same high school. Didn't join a band until... After, like, the first year after we graduated, we just thought, I don't know, we just wanted to do something musically together, didn't we, guys? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right. Mm. We, uh... Which we, they were roots, though, going back to school with us playing in, together um, throughout various music projects. So I guess that eventuated in us coming together a couple of years after that. In high school, are you all in the same kind of group from a young age or did it kind of bounce off each other together? I was cool as fuck in high school, Lewis. <laughs> so I didn't really hang out with these dweebs. No, we all got along, man. We were all, we all hung out, didn't we, guys? We liked each yeah. other. I like yeah. you guys. That's right. Well, we, yeah, we weren't, uh, we weren't in the same group, though, to answer the question. We weren't. Yeah. But we were, yeah. We're an associated axe. I like, yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> associated axe sounds yeah. good enough. Let's jump back to 2018. And I don't know if this is, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe the 25th of October, you played a gig at Tomcat 2018. Would that be your first gig? Am I right in thinking that? I think that's bang yeah, on. That's, that's right. That's very good research, man. I'm, I wouldn't have even been able to find that. Tell us about that night. Come Life on. changed forever. It was quite <laughs> remarkable. You could have been there. No, we were all quietly shitting bricks beforehand, man, because, you know, we'd, we were all so excited and been preparing for months and were so nervous, but it ended up being just like one of the best nights. We filled the place out. It's like this Tomcat is this tiny little smelly, shitty bar where the sound guy disappears after two minutes and like, but it was wonderful. All our friends came along and, we caught the bug, we get a taste for it, and uh, we thought, we're onto something here. This I like is that. It's going to be big, I think. All I remember is everyone saying, we can't hear this singing the whole time. So yeah. it must have just been guitar and drums. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you guys start, you know, rehearsing together 2018, and then uh, Harry's Got a New Girlfriend comes out. And for anyone who hasn't heard Midnight Fuck Boys, I feel... This is a song that captures you guys very well. 
And I think just for everyone who hasn't heard you guys listen to the podcast, we'll have a listen to it now. My girl, she called me up on the phone. She said her something has gone terribly wrong. She said I'm breaking up with you. Whatever once was there is now gone. I said why? She said why does it even matter? I said who? She said don't make this any sadder. Don't act like you didn't see this one coming.
So that was Harry's Got a New Girlfriend, and that is on the new album. We'll get to that. Play it again, man. <laughs> again. Harry, I have a question. Is is this song about you? Uh, nah. Nah. Oh, it's, I don't know. Maybe a touch. I mean, I've never had a girlfriend. That's true. That's... Uh, well, if not you, then who? Yeah, not just some of the rest of us. <laughs> No, it's just, it's just, it's, I guess it's just a story of like a, a series of unfortunate events. We're just trying to make it funny, you know, like this guy, you know, he, he gets dumped by his girl and then his piece of shit car constantly breaking down and his band is not really taken off. So I don't know. It's just sort of dark comedy is what no. I call it. It's... We did originally set out to be a comedy act. That's true. <laughs> and it, it sounds it sounds incredible. Bass, the drums, the vocals. Um, as I say, the story is if you do listen to it very carefully, which I have been, it is almost quite comical. Um, in some ways, you know, I think it works really well. I uh, read somewhere it was your genre, and you know, rock and indie pops up and all that sort of stuff. But I found on this website it was commitment issue rock. And that is that is probably the best sounding genre I've ever heard. That is who that think, what what does that mean? I think Murray, you came up with that, right? Yeah, I think a long time ago. <laughs> so let me ask you this. If there's anyone else big out there who would jump into the commitment issue rock category? Oh man, that's a good question. Just any uh, pieces of five, shit. Five seconds of summer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One direction. Uh, three oh three would be. Three oh three, yeah. Three oh three for sure. They're the originals. I like that. Original They're the original fuck boys. Who's that band that goes uh I would argue that group that has that tune um well, she does it like this, and we do it like that. Oh, Come uh, on, Metro, shake, shake. Uh, Metro Station. Metro Station. Yeah. They're in. They're yeah, in there. They've definitely got commitment issue. Yeah. What's Met the um? What was that song? <laughs> you used to sneak into the sound guys' room and play at Tomcat, Harry. Oh, I did. <laughs> we play uh, <laughs> All American Rejects. Um, oh, they've got it. What's it called? What's that tune? Right. Dirty, uh, Dirty Little yeah, Secret is my favourite All-American Rejects. Dirty Little Secret. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Man, that's, yeah. that's a big tune. That's one, of my, that's one of the first songs I actually learned. I don't play anymore because I'm, I'm shit and hopeless, but uh, I, when I played the <laughs> so guitar... We. We're trying to make a career out of it. When I played the guitar, it was uh, Dirty Little Secret. That was one of the first songs I learned. Great song. Yeah, we, we covered that. Once or twice, man. It's such a big tune. I love that tune. See, right. If you've got that recorded, send that to me because I'd love to hear it. I don't know. I don't know if you would, man. I think we have to burn that tape. <laughs> I couldn't hit that. There's that the bridge, man. I couldn't fucking sing oh, it. You're trying to get me to do it, but I was having vocal nodules. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was like, oh, Murray, you did this. Where did we play that? That was Tomcat. I remember we did, but was it Tomcat? Yeah, oh. man. Sounds like we only yeah. played Tomcat, but we actually yeah, do play other bands. We have progressed a little bit since that shitty bar. We <laughs> did go back. <laughs> we went yeah, back once more. Yeah. Uh, I think, oh, was it two or three times? It's the most popular, like the most popular one we've been to, but I like it. Yeah, definitely better ones since then. 
probably I know what everyone's real question is about the band name, but first of all, I'm going to ask you about back there, Jam and Hurston, first kind of night at Tomcat. Who's the real influences? Who got who are you guys listening to back then? That's like I want to play like that. I want to sound like that. You know, we need to we need to use some of this in our music. Yeah, we're we're sort of one of those weird bands, man. That um, it's rare that we find a group that we all agree on that we like. Like me and Connor, we sort of had like our classic rock roots. Uh, Charlie, he's really into like his indie underground shit. He's got his finger on the pulse of like all the new acts. And Rissa is very much in your electronic. And Murray. I just like podcasts. <laughs> what are your podcast influences? Oh, my podcast influences. I like that stuff you should know podcast. That's a good one. And I always listen to the Economist Radio. Dude, I'll ask the you. I, there's a there's one me and my dad like uh, the Moo Man in the morning. I don't know who this guy is, but he's an Australian radio DJ, and I listen to his highlights podcast. Oh. What's his name again? No, I've never heard of him. He must be on a station we know. He's definitely. It's the Moon Man. I'm going to go and look it up right now. It's a show on one of the Australian... And I never... I don't know why I didn't look this up, because I thought this might come up, but of course I didn't. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Moon Man in the Morning. Triple M? Oh, oh, I've heard this guy. Triple M Rock. Yeah, I remember this guy. Yeah, so that's... that's I don't remember the guy. Okay, well... I'll have to check it out. But in all seriousness, though, I, I do listen to music. I like uh, again. I like I love the Smith Street Band. They're one of my biggest influences, and I'd say that I'd say a few of our members in the band took a lot of influence from the Smithies. Yeah, that's one we can all agree on. Another one would be like, um, just the Maybe obvious ones like Arctic Monkeys and the Strokes and yeah, um, Dragon, 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 big time. We can definitely all agree on Dragon. Nice. Mm. Yeah. I've got right down here, I've got um, the debut album, obviously, is there's been relations to it, to stuff like The Wombats, um, Arctic Monkeys, like you said, and The mm. Streets. The Good Streets. Company, <laughs> that's, that's interesting. I'm a big I fan of The Streets. I, yeah, I like his, I like his uh, attitude. He's a bit of a nutter. Which yeah, is, Mike, uh, Mike Skinner. I've seen, him, I've seen him once at a festival, and he's, he's, he's crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, me, me too. I saw him at Splendor, and he was the best act, in my opinion. Oh, no, that, yeah. that festival. We, yeah. um, we bloody... That's very fair for us to say that we sound like them, but I don't think that's very fair to them to say <laughs> that. I, I don't know. I also saw this, that the, one of your influences was Gene Chandler, and I don't know if that's a wind-up or mm-hmm. someone's just put that in. Because he is, he's a great 60s and 70s music. It couldn't be more true. If anything, it's the only true one, really. Because <laughs> we've, you've probably heard this before. If you've really done your research, Lewis, we started out as an acapella band in high school. And um, we sang a Gene Chandler song, Zook of Earl, in, at, the, at the talent show. And we lost. <laughs> and uh, they, there it is. So, if anything, I think he's our biggest influence yet. Well, that yeah. is... There you go. For anyone who didn't know, if you're listening in Australia or whatever in the world, if you didn't know Midnight Fuckboys, Gene Chandler is the real gem behind the whole project. Thank you, Gene. Thank you, Gene. <laughs> Love it. And go and listen. He's still, li- he's still alive? I'm not sure. I he's, he's, still, 
I God, well, I hope so. I did. I did have to look him. I I had heard of him before and knew what kind of music it was at. But just to make sure, I had a listen today. And he was bought. He was you bought. Yeah. Like, of him in his fucking the top hat that he always yeah, he dresses like a magician or something. Yeah, he's. he's <laughs> yeah. He was born nineteen thirty six, I think. So I don't know if he's still about today. He is still alive. In yeah. our house. Apparently, apparently, he's also known as the Duke of Earl and the Duke. Love it. So there you go. <laughs> the question that's been on my lips and everyone's lips, why the hell are you called Midnight Fuckboys? Oh, goodness. Harris? Hi, I'm not involved in the naming, so... Go on, I can reek. Yeah, you guys, were, you guys came up with it. I was a little bit late to the party, so... You were late to the party. Oh, we had to you. ring in Harris well after the fact, because um, <laughs> our current drummers were, uh, were out of time. Our previous drummers. I'm less out of time. <laughs> less out of time. Yeah. Still out of time. I think we were just chilling in my backyard and we were rattling off, or Harry was rattling, we were both rattling off just the, the dumbest band names we could think of. And that was, like, we literally were just saying, saying we want to come up with a stupid band name. We weren't thinking that we were going to actually pursue it, but he said Midnight Fuck Boys. And I think probably before that, he probably said, Midday fucking, I don't know. Probably said midday fuckboys, really, right before it. He was rattling off everything under the sun. And uh, he said that, and I think we just we just decided that was it, right? That was it. It was too good. Midnight uh, fuckboys. The, Still to this day, I think that's uh, – I think we did well with that band there. I think it, uh, mm. it's a statement is what it is. Doesn't I, mean anything, though. It's it doesn't well. I'm glad it doesn't mean anything because I wasn't totally sure. I was like, does that mean something else in Australia that they don't know? Because I was like, if that's what they actually are, I was like, I wouldn't be flaunting that really about. Cause that's you, got, you, got, you got boys in Scotland though, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, well, we. <laughs> so, it is supposed to be ironic. Like we just fucking we think those dudes are hilarious. Like we hate them. They're just like the worst type of guy to meet, in my opinion, anyway. But Midnight uh, Fuckboys? On the other hand, on the contrary, Midnight Fuckboys. That's a totally different kettle of fish. Yeah. Love it. No, I, And it, as you said, making a statement with it, if that's what you're going for, you nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Nice, dude. Absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Paris don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, parents, I have no idea. You just don't get it. Change the name. Yeah, no. Everyone, <laughs> there's a lot of parts in in the UK, Scott, where everyone likes. Actually, very currently, there's a meme going about. I don't know if you've seen it, if it's made it to Australia yet. The guys, the four guys with the tattoos and the kind of like buttoned up, tight short sleeve polo shirts and that, and the tight jeans. They're, they're that meme's going about. These guys. I, a lot of different. Uh, I have seen that. Yeah, they. Would, I haven't uh, seen it. But that's, I can picture them. That's who we're talking about. These yeah. type of guys. They would. They wouldn't be mid. They would be fuck boys. I don't know if they're quite midnight fuck boys, but. <laughs> no. uh, oh, 10, so that's what that meant. At best. <laughs> I saw it this morning. I was wondering what that meant. I was just like. Yeah. Well, there you I go. guess yeah, it's going to infiltrate us soon. Yeah. <laughs> for your next. For like your lucky next Luciano. Yeah, for your next album cover, you'll have to just like Photoshop your heads onto those guys. You know, like some, uh, <laughs> when you see them. That's a great idea. That's so, fucking awesome. 
Speaking of speaking of <laughs> albums, uh, debut album thirty uh, first of July twenty twenty came out last year, and if Midnight Fuckboys wasn't enough, the debut album from these guys is called Greatest Hits, <laughs> and I just think this is brilliant as well. Um, is again was that just a kind of this is going to be hilarious? Yeah, I guess, man. We just like you only need to look at yeah our name and the title of that album. We just we just try not to take anything than other than the music too seriously, you know, man. Yeah, it's funny that people. A lot of people didn't get it. You'd think it's such a simple joke. We haven't released an album before. Obviously, greatest hits is a joke of a name. People are still saying like, "How is it greatest hits?" You haven't, you know, is it? What is that about? This is shit. But, what, like, there's no rules around that. That's just what people have done. You're, you're very so real. it is that great. Like, how do you measure a hit? The only problem, the only problem I have with that it, a piece of string. Yeah, the only, <laughs> the only problem I have with it, if what is, what if this is your greatest hits, then you've nailed it. Oh, fuck. Doesn't sound like a problem to me. <laughs> no, we were going to also on that note, Lewis. <laughs> on that note. We were our, our first tour, Australia tour, which got postponed due to COVID. It was it was going to be called the farewell tour, which uh, <laughs> had no actual meaning as well. But that's in line with the uh, with the rest of those jokes. The stuff. No, I got I got actually I got I got sent. Um, Harry's got a new girlfriend. Um, that was the first track one of my pals had sent me, and I was like, hold on a minute, like these guys only have one album. And then he's like, yeah. And I was like, why is it called Greatest Hits? And like, this was like, and I, I just think this is brilliant. Um, it's been described just like a, a, a shaken bottle of Coke, fizzing in adolescent frenzy, foaming with uncontrollable abandon. That was Reese Lloyd-Jones. I think that's a perfect, the, the bottle of Coke being shaken is is a perfect explanation. I think there's actually, I think it does explode in the middle at Bone Arrow right at the start. I think it kind of, that's when it starts to fizz and then it blows up. Uh, Harry's got a new girlfriend and then it's just a load of fun all the way through to the very end. I think there also is something for everyone. You know, you've got your kind of indie rock uh, stuff. You've got your fast paced stuff. You've got your kind of end of night ballads as well, which I really like. Did you guys write it as like a story or was it just, these are all great tracks and we'll put them together? Yeah, no story. My friend, it was just like, we'd been writing songs amongst ourselves for a couple of years. So when we decided it was time to record eight or whatever it is, we just picked our favourites. So there's no sort of theme or anything. It just merely a compilation of our greatest hits, really. I suppose <laughs> that's, why it's also, that's why it is a greatest hits album. There's no story behind it at all. We had to cut mm. a few. We had to cut a few off the list, didn't we? Yeah. In the future, they didn't make the cut. There's there's some story or some thought to the track listing, with the, the ending being a slow song, but there's no like cohesive, I suppose, like theme. It's up for interpretation. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah. As I've just been on the call with you guys, I can tell there's obviously a great amount of friendship and banter between you in each song. Has almost got its individual story, you know. Just listen to the titles: "Stumbling Drunk," "Why Are You Going Home So Early," um, you know, "Stumble." It's under your spell, you know. You, there's all these these stories you can tell. It's like it's like a mini night out, all in one album, you know. There's all these. Yeah, I like that, man. <laughs> I think Thank it's you. 
Yeah, I think you could play it at the start of a night out and then there'd be the whole story of the whole night out by the end of the album. Cool, man. I'm glad you think so. That's a nice vibe that comes across. Yeah, thank you. Another track that, tell you what, because I haven't done this on the podcast before, but I'm going to stick two tracks into the the, uh, episode. Oh, what an honour. I know. Season two, baby. Changing things up. And we'll we'll, (laughs) we'll discuss it after. It's called Goon and Juice. Have a listen to this. We like good and juice. Corona, Peronis, Asahi too. What's next? You got Borax, Summer's Beat, and Tui's new. Yeah, all of these drinks, well, I'll leave them for you. Cause I'm quite happy with my trusty goon and juice. We like goon and juice. I got so fucked up on you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But I get more fucked up on goon. And I got so fucked up on you. Pour me a cup Goes down your throat so easy You'd know You left me here all alone But there's no need for tears Cause I've got something so much better than Just your average beer We got good and true I got so fucked up on you The dirt like good and juice. I got so fucked up on you. Ooh, 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 ooh. But I get more fucked up on you. I got so fucked up on you. That was good and juice. Midnight fuck boys here on the podcast. First question, uh, what the hell is Goon? Oh, mate. You oh, of course. You're Scottish. Murray, tell him. Do you have an idea of what Goon is? I believe it's like a, an IPA, like a, a beer. <laughs> no, it's like... Um, it's, it's, try again. No, it's just... It's cask wine. It's the cheapest form of wine. comes in a silver bag. Yes. I, I, I looked up... You pay, what, $12 and get four litres. How so, many, I'm trying to work we, out how many Australian dollars would be a British pound, but like that doesn't sound twelve dollars. That's mental. Twelve dollars would be about seven bucks, six bucks or so. Jeez. So, sorry, six pounds or so. But um, for four it's, it's very cheap pounds. and very bad for you. For, so that's so so say about six pounds for four liters of wine. Yeah, yeah but dude, it, it is like. It's like it tastes like cat piss. It's like the lowest quality of wine you'll ever 
taste in your life. But, but you know, when, you, when you're on a budget, man, desperate times call for goon and juice. Yeah, we had some good nights on that stuff. Sensational. No, I, I I saw these pictures of these guys like with these silver bags. I we've got boxes of wine, like we've got these things, but like it's a bag inside a box, and like you tap. But that's yeah, that's it. We don't really, it's the same we don't thing. really do it like that. But four liters, that is that's crazy. And I from listening to the song, I was like, I need to get some of this good. So if you can send me some over, I'd love to try it. Huh? You got it, pal. It's on its way. I wonder if the goon will make it through customs. <laughs> Dangerous stuff. Yeah. Definitely some rat poison in there. You're able to supply your own juice. Yeah. What what juice goes best? What's uh, what would you recommend? Pine orange. Yeah. Just the Anything free pretty stuff. Pretty stuff. Yeah. That sounds good. I could definitely start that. Out. I I have a few pals I know that would definitely like a goon and juice. That's for sure. Australia right now. I kind of think of DMAs guys like the chats. Uh, King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard, um, they kind of come to mind. Who are you guys listening to right now? Anything Australian, anything not Australian? Personally, my favourite Australian eyes for a while, I've just been listening to him this morning, is Peter Bibby. I'd recommend you go check him out. I'll just ask you guys one kind of final question. What can we expect next from the Midnight Fuck Boys? Man, we've uh, last couple of months we've been recording this little uh, EP that we were very eager to sort of wrap up. We're just we're probably like right smack in the middle of finishing it, man. So I would imagine I don't know, maybe like a few months we'll put that out. Um, we're very eager to start gigging again with just some some new tracks, you know, because it's been it's been a minute. Well, it feels like it at least for us. Yeah, we're very excited. Nearly a year. Well, yeah. I very much I very much look forward to that. Do you guys have any plans to come to the UK? Big time. We'd love to we'd love to get over there one day, pal. Obviously, no plans at the moment, just obviously for not obvious reasons, but man. You guys need to get your shit under control. Yeah, dude. We very much we'll, do. We'll crash, we need a couch to crash on though. So hopefully we can stay at your place if that's cool. A hundred percent. I would a hundred percent look forward to that. That sounds like an absolute plan. Wait. That's been the Midnight Fuck Boys. Uh, thank you guys very much for being a part of the podcast. Uh, I wish you all the best in your and your safety in the rest of the pandemic. And hit me up when you're over in Scotland because I cannot wait to see you guys uh, rock out live. I will see thank you at Hogman Yeah. Thank you very much, Lewis. It's a pleasure yeah. to meet you, mate. You you were great. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Lewis. That was good fun. Yeah, appreciate the support. Yeah, man. Stay safe. You have a good weekend. McDonald's is an Australian restaurant that started in um, the late 1950s. I'm not sure you have it over there. McDonald's? yeah, they have like chicken burgers and. Uh, do you mean? Do you mean like burgers. McDonald's? Like I'm loving it, the golden M. Oh, you've heard of it. Haven't you? You've heard yeah. of it. Oh, we've done well. I don't live under a fucking rock. Everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows McDonald's, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no